depressing and bleak episode of Gaijin Ago. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna have fun wrong. with the intro. I'm gonna have fun with the intro. Check this out. Hold on, we'll do it. I'm gonna do the fucking Japanese ring announcer intro for everyone, and then you can be sad because of Zigglypuff. Do it. Let me know when we're going. We are already going. Are you thinking we count? That was the start. Oh. Just keep this part in. <laughs> From Chattanooga, Tennessee, we diamond streamers. I'm dead inside. <laughs> Red corner from Georgia. Oh shit! <laughs> I knocked over my beer. Fucking yeah! Fuck the intro. Let's go. What are we talking? About? We're talking about Wrestle Kingdom today, right? With Bivens and Will Diamond. Hello. I legitimately knocked my beer over and fucked up my whole intro. God Wrestle damn it. Kingdom fucking happened and it was <laughs> an event. <laughs> oh, you're just mad because your favorite wrestler in the world showed up and ruined the whole show. Yeah, he did. And it was visceral for my mind. <laughs> it was horrible. But we'll get to that, because we opened things up with tradition, the Rambo. And overall, it was it was all right. I was going to say, this is, for me, the few Wrestle Kingdoms I've watched, this was the best Rambo I've seen. It was good, but I felt like it was very light on, like, antics and shenanigans. Sure. And it felt more like an actual, just normal Rumble match. It, it needed more speed walking Kenta. Yeah. There was a <laughs> lot of weird omissions from that. Like, why was Bushi not there? Where's he at? It yeah. seems like Bushi getting punished because uh, he ate the pin for Taka at uh, New Year's Dash, too. There you go. I just, I don't know why. Why does President Tanahashi not like Bushi? <laughs> he's not handsome enough. That's the problem. I mean, he's, can... he's he's running on the fucking the the handsomeness platform. He's got to be more yeah, handsome. Yeah, but he has all those fun different little masks in entrance headpieces. Well, he's wearing a mask, so he's clearly not handsome enough for President Tanahashi's handsome regime. Also, also how bleak is it that? The KOPW is what Ishimori's been relegated to now. Is that really relegation? Well, yeah. has, anyone, has anyone seen the show from uh, Nagoya, the new beginning show? No, not yet. Do you, do you mind spoilers? Um, not sure, God. Uh, it's I already know different. about evil. Uh, do, you, do you want to know the other one? What's the other one? Ishimori is no longer relegated to KOPW. What the fuck? Then why'd they even have... Why did... What? It, Who even challenged he a, for him? He's a former junior heavyweight champion, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's held the junior title at least at least once. I think twice. Twice so he's and a favorite. couple runs with the junior tag belts. But they so he need... just, re- just regained favor. They've corrected their mistake. Who took the KOPW from him? Uh, Great Ocon. You got to see it. It's one of the worst matches uh, in like modern New Japan. I think it was the it was the ring fit match where they had to do like thirty seconds of interval cardio like every three minutes, and uh, the gimmick that Okan just got blown up like really fast and then they kind of fucked up the finish because he didn't even pin uh, Ishimori to win the belt like the match just kind of ended and Okan grabbed the belt like right before the bell rang and they declared him the new champion I kind of 
refused to believe that Great Ocon had a bad match. <laughs> great Ocon does not have that great of matches, honestly. But it's in his name. Well, this one wasn't. Yeah. Great, um, great Ocon's he's got a really neat little entrance and he saved those people but he's just not doing it for me and i think they his only hope right now is a tag division run to revitalize him full disclosure i'm not that big a fan of great ocon i just like the fact that he's like the spiritual successor to killer con that's it <laughs> that's as far as my fandom goes I, I like him a lot. I, I think, especially a couple of years ago when he was first getting that big push and he was having the matches with Naito, I thought he was pretty good then. But the, his entire gimmick yesterday was that he was not in the shape that Ishimori was and he got blown up because he's fat. I don't think many people on that roster are in the shape, though, that Ishimori is. Yeah, no one is. Except yeah. for maybe handsome President Tanahashi. I don't know. How about that fucking junior tag shit? Oh, with goddamn, I want to speak to your manager, fucking TJP's haircut. Like his hair poking out of the fucking mask. And now he's doing a weird gimmick where, like, I guess it's now just another alter ego, kind of like a werewolf mode. TJP sucks. And he's basically already just straight up said, like, I'm going to go werewolf and kill you, Francesco Akira. Eh, TJP sucks. And also, they got rid of the white strap belts. Fucking why? Did they? Because I swear they walked out with white strap belts. No, at the Battle in the Valley, TJP had the black strap. Oh, so that was after the dome. Yeah. Because their whole gimmick was, we're going to wear the white straps because we can't live up to the fucking hype of guys like Liger and and all that that held these belts before, so we're going to wear white straps. And I was like, you're not wrong. (laughs) I'm just not feeling another Akira and TJP tag run. I'm not feeling anything TJP does. Really? Mm-mm. Never liked him. Never, never was big. Nah, on him. He's he's a decent enough wrestler, but I don't think he has much personality. No, and the, that's why he has to wear the silly mask. The monster thing is, it's something. The monster thing was way cooler when I don't know Prince Devitt did it, or when fucking Muda did it. It was way cooler then. Now you just feel like you're ripping off two guys that did a thing better than you. Not even a rip-off, because it's... I don't know. It was just weird, and I don't even know what the fuck they're doing with that. But I guarantee you that monster thingy is going to have a wild Best of the Super Juniors run, and it's probably going to make finals. Wishes. That is certainly a decision. Uh, hey, they got to push somebody. Yeah, but him? <laughs> I mean, shit, I feel like a bunch of people are about to leave now. A lot of contracts are up, and I haven't heard about anyone re-signing. Do you feel like this is the new rise of all Japan? Maybe. Well, all Japan just had a ton of people. Go ahead. Well, a bunch of people left uh, All Japan, too. Uh, Yoshitatsu's out. Uh, what is it? Did Suwama leave? So, uh, no, Shuji Ishikawa left and went to I Noah. Say, I was about to say, Suwama can't fucking leave, dude. He's one of their guys. Yeah, they they had a couple guys leave on that uh, the last show that they did with the uh, Nakajima... And uh, uh, Miyahara. I love Miyahara. That dude rules. He does. 
he does. He he's like if you ordered fucking Okada from Wish. <laughs> like he's so good though. He's so good though. And like, aren't the dudes from New Japan that are leaving? Aren't they mostly juniors? If they're going to All Japan, that's almost a death sentence because All Japan has traditionally never gave a fuck about their junior division. Um, I know Tomatonga's deal is up and he's gone. Tomatonga's deal's up, but is still hanging around. Tonga's gonna go to the Fed. Ah, uh, honestly, he's I think he's gonna go to TNA. Really? I feel like he'd go to the Fed and get nepotism into a big spot. Just he's like not related wrestling. to anyone. Yeah, but he's Samoan. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. So you're not buying the promo that he did where he was like, ah, my dad left my mom to raise all those kids and I don't want to do that to my wife. <laughs> no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it at a severe discount. That's how much I'm not I think buying. he's going to go to TNA. And we're going to get wouldn't be the worst. Tama Tonga versus Nemeth. I feel like he'd do well in TNA, if I'm honest. Yeah. And that, that's oh, yeah. one of the few times you'll hear me put TNA over, but I feel like he'd do good over there. I don't think he'll do well anywhere else. Like, let him just fucking eat fucking Zigglypuff and... There you go. You've got a star. I feel like he wouldn't want to do it, but I think he could have a really good X Division run, too. Tomatonga and some scrambles sure. would be solid. Sure. Oh, oh yeah. Tonga and Saban? That'd be good. That would be Ooh. fucking good. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Ooh. And Tama and Shelly would be a good singles, too. Ooh. Oh, my God. Also, you know what would be a criminally overlooked banger singles? Tama Tonga and Frankie Kazarian. Ooh. I like give the him, way you think. Give them, like, 15 minutes. Tonga and Kazarian gonna... would be a good match, too. Ooh, that would be a really good single. That would be a good, like, six-month X Division title program. It would reestablish that belt as the, this is the workhorse belt. And it would make the belt mean something again. Especially if, like, Kushida had it going in. You know, and then Tonga fucking gets it off of him. Kushida's not going near that anytime soon he just got pinned again yeah i know but god damn it could you imagine they could build that division around those two dudes no i i saw the vision of vikingo but i don't know i think i think a lot of the new japan losses are gonna be really big fumbles like a lot of the war dogs deals are up too which also apparently drilled Drilla Dan Maloney was under New Japan contract. I don't know. That's very surprising to me. I mean, good for him. I just was very surprised. That's that's really weird, though. I, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, he he started like Best of the Super Juniors last year. So if his contract yeah. is up now, then it was like an eight-month contract. Yeah. Which... I don't know. I could part of me could see them bumping Clark Connors up to heavyweight, but I think my prediction for best of super juniors is Clark Connors beats that spooky monster. I wouldn't have a problem with I was gonna say I kinda miss the days that when like the Gaijin were the dudes that weren't necessarily under written contracts and the native borns were the ones that were under the written contracts. Like you would cycle in like, you know, American wrestler a as the big fucking heel or whatever to go towards the junior title when it was like Liger on top or whatever. You know what I mean? Or when it was like the guy that was on the part-time deal that was an outsider, like El Samurai, not El Samurai, but like Delphin or somebody like that. 
Can you tell my up. my fucking knowledge of Japanese wrestling is mostly based in the 90s? You're so <laughs> hip and up with the times. How I'm sorry, do do New Japan's kids? New Japan's junior division hasn't been what it was since like 1996. Uh it's had a lot of fluctuation. But well, speaking of so great say, fluctuation, how well, did we feel? So fucking concerned with trying to move up. Like, why not be proud of being a junior heavyweight? Mm, right. I don't know. I feel like they're pushing the main, the singles belt harder, but the tag belts are still just kind of nothing outside of what the War Dogs have done. But the junior tag belts have always been kind of an afterthought. Yeah, but what if they weren't, though? I mean, I'm <laughs> not disagreeing with you, but, like, they always like, have been. They have enough key players to make a good tag division. They do, but they have all, but they won't do anything with them. That's what I'm saying. What do you think they're going to do with Tanahashi in the TV belt? Hopefully build that division around him. I mean, it's not even really a division. It's just, like, random fucking open challenges. Well, yeah, but, like, hopefully just build that title scene around him. Because he would be the dude to do it. I think it's perfect to put on Tanahashi, considering he's definitely hurt. And give him some little 15-minute matches. Yeah. And then when somebody beats him for it, it makes the belt mean more. I feel like they're probably just going to kind of do the same thing they did with Saber and just keep it on him until the dome. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the worst idea. Unless he drops it to think... Jungle Man. Ugh. You, you don't think Riddle's got a chance? I don't want to even acknowledge that. Kid Diddley Riddle. Fuck Matt Riddle. Co-signed. Also, fuck Yuya Yamura. How are you going to beat Yotsuji in his Dome singles debut? That's some <laughs> fuck shit. That's supposed to be our savior. Says you, Mr. Yotsuji Mark. So says the New Japan audience. You, you know... When the news came out about Okada leaving, the you know the way New Japan usually books is like they the heel usually goes over and goes over and then finally the babyface goes over to end the program, which I guess that's just standard booking like anywhere. But when Uemura beat Suji, it felt like uncharacteristic to me. Like it felt like. Suji was going to beat him a couple of times and then, you know, maybe Dominion or the Dome next year, Uemura would get his win back. But the news about Okada leaving makes me wonder if they knew at the time there was a chance that that was going to happen and that they were positioning Uemura for something big. They were like, okay, we have to go ahead and get the Suji program over with so we can like get the ball rolling on something else. I don't know. I feel like it's it doesn't feel like there's really any directions really laid out with Uemura yet, whereas Suji has already still a lot of kind of options and it still feels very obvious that Umino's gonna be the one getting that rocket strapped to his fucking back and he's if he's not the new ace, I would be blown away. Oh absolutely. <clears throat> but the thing is, like they're with Okada, I there I don't think they're just replacing one person. I mean, you've got Tanahashi, who at this point, like, his knees are are on borrowed time. And Naito, almost the same thing. And Naito's the champ. So with Okada leaving, it's like you're almost having to prep, like, three different new top guys. Which I could see being, you know, Umino, uh, Uemura, and Suji. Yeah. Which, moving on to Umino... And my boy Kaido Kiyomiya getting fucking 
battered by the House of Torture. I mean, hey, Randorita got a dome win. That was sick. How pissed do you think Kaito Kiyomiya is that Okada's leaving? Uh, I mean, I know I am because what the actual fuck? I, I truly thought this was all going to lead to, like, years from now, Kiyomiya finally getting that win in the Tokyo Dome over Okada. I thought it was going to be like the next Tanahashi in Okada. And now it's just, nope, he trucked him twice, no, three times, basically, and then just fucked off. It's funny that the only way Kiyomiya is going to be able to get that win back is Tanahashi absolutely calling and begging someone with the last name Khan to get Okada <laughs> There's no way he'll do it. Not unless Kiyomiya leaves Noah. I don't think Kiyomiya is leaving. No. Kiyomiya is not going to leave Noah. He invested too much into yeah. him. He might as well start wearing gold or green and fucking silver at this point. You know, if it had been a couple months ago, I would have said that Kiyomiya should leave Noah, but everything that New Japan has done with him has also just kind of humbled him. So I I don't know where you go or what you do if you're Kiyomiya because like he's fucking fantastic, but he just gets I don't know, just mid-carded anywhere he goes. Yeah, and I don't understand why why he's being punished like this for Noah hot shotting him. But it's yeah, I don't I don't know. I thought for sure that this was going to be like a big Kaido Kiyomiya Tokyo Dome victory and that was going to be like the best they would give him is a tag match win with Shota Umino. And then, nope. Yeah, you're just mad because you're a fucking Umino guy, though. No, because I like Narita, and I'm glad he won in the Dome. I like Narita. And then it also set up Evil for a very confusing trajectory, which is even more fun. (sighs) Is anyone else surprised that the, the, the Evil main event experiment failed? I mean, it was only like a month. It was kind of like the law of diminishing returns. I <laughs> think if we try it again, it'll work. Nah. Try one more time. Passed. Nah, I think it's no. time passed. They, they, they need to get like Umino and those fucking young boys that were coming up and start making them since Okada's leaving. I don't know. I just don't even understand what they're doing. Like, what the fuck was the never open weight match? Like, why put the belt on Tomatonga if you know he is leaving? Try to convince him to stay. No. Because they did, they knew he was going to move to the States. This might sound absurd, but someone like me, like, as much of a fucking big Japanese wrestling fan that I am, like, why would you ever want to leave when you have a consistent <laughs> fucking gig wrestling in Japan? To me, they like, don't have I, would, House. I would stay wrestling in Japan. Like, oh, you got a fucking contract offer from the Fed. Like, cool, fuck them. I don't care. I'm staying here. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like he just knew he couldn't keep up with evil. <laughs> that, that match that they had for the Never title was really good, by the way. Yeah, because evil had to carry him. Up. I, they, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I mean, evil, evil had his working boots on. And when evil wants to have a good match, he will. It's just the problem is he doesn't want to most of the time. But uh, him and Tonga, yeah, they they got through it. It was good. I don't know. I feel like they're everything is feeling very directionless outside of the junior belt and the global belt. 
because then the tag team not unification match because they instantly backed out on that. I don't know why they keep throwing them together then. But another fucking Gorillas of Destiny, no, the other one, versus Bishimon. <laughs> your boy is Bishimon. That's your dudes right there. God, and then, then the Nemeths. <laughs> Those are your other arrived. boys. Those are your other boys. <laughs> I, felt, I saw the gates of hell open up and Lovecraftian horrors awaken when Yoshihashi is strutting to the ring and then the Nemeths are there. I who I thought I was going to have a, like a fucking stroke because that was just all of the worst possible moments that could ever happen out of him leaving just wrapped into one because i already thought him going here is a heavy possibility especially if he hasn't like definitively signed somewhere yet he's probably gonna go there and to tease right out the gate yoshihashi (laughs) and goto oh man that was tough it's like your nightmare scenario is fucking yeah. Dolph Ziggler and Yoshihashi. <laughs> Bishamon versus the Nemeths was... Whew, I almost just stopped watching. But <laughs> luckily, and I think it's hilarious that this is their follow-up to like a 40-minute World Tag League finish, is they go under 10 minutes in their rematch for Gorillas of Destiny to win the belts. It was a good match, though. It was a solid enough match, but it was very much just like, all right, here we go. Then why were the Nemeths even there if that's not what Nemeth is going to do? It was was a personal slight against you. Probably. (laughs) It made no fucking sense. (laughs) <laughs> but then we had a really sick junior heavyweight match with Desperado and Takahashi. How'd y'all feel about that one? Needed more Master Wado. Yeah. I concur. But at least Desperado <laughs> got a neat little dome moment. Sure, but like, needed more Master Wado. Well, the the only thing that like freaks me out about it was how they were pushing so hard that Hiromu was going to break the record for, like, most junior title defenses. And then he doesn't even get super close, and he just loses it. So it almost makes me feel like we're going to get a redemption arc where he's going to win it back relatively soon and then hold it for, like, 30. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) What's your problem with biblically accurate Hiromu? I truly hope this is his final junior heavyweight championship run. I hope he never touches that belt ever again. Biblically accurate Hiromu at this point is being heavyweight tag team champions with Naito at the end of the year. I wouldn't hate that. They need to just fucking move him up to the heavyweight division. He's it's to the point where This last run felt so unnecessary to me. Outside of him traveling to the other promotions and beating their people, like those were all really solid matches. But there's so many potential stars waiting to be made in that junior division that can't because only Hiromu and Desperado are allowed to be stars. Master Wado. No, they shoved him way the fuck back down. Going from winning the best of the Super Juniors to just nothing. Because now he's not even in like any kind of tag team or anything. Well, he's going to beat Sho on one of the Road to New Beginning tours coming up. Oh, good. I hope Ugh. Sho gets a run with that junior belt. I miss when the junior heavyweight title, the IWGP junior heavyweight title, was like on par with the heavyweight title. It was just because you didn't weigh enough to be the heavyweight champion. 
I miss those days. Yeah, but now they have the global heavyweight champion. We have David Finley. Funley. Which was a... I mean, it was a really good match, but it was also very painfully obvious that they were going to put it on David Finley. Of course it was. I just... mm. It's kind of hilarious that right out the gate they throw a Dolph Ziggler feud at him. Because I feel like... (laughs) Because I feel like everybody that won the WWE Championship or World Heavyweight Championship, that or a Kane feud is their immediate, all right, here's the belt, but we have nothing for you. Well, that was that is exactly what they did with fucking Ziggles when he was in the Fed. Like, a new guy would show up. Oh, you're getting a feud with Dolph Ziggler straight away. So it's like the reverse yeah. version of that. And it's so just, oof. I'm ready for it to be out of the way. <laughs> yeah, if if Uncle Helmsley was going to take one person from New Japan, I wish it would have been David Finley instead of Okada. No, you hush no. your mouth. He should have signed Evil. No! Why? And then evil runs that warehouse ragged. And he becomes the god of NXT. Evil in NXT would actually probably be really good. Yeah. But it would be fucking incredible. Way better. Imagine Evil versus Drew Gulak. Yeah, or Braun Breaker. Evil versus Braun Breaker would actually go fucking hard. Yeah. All right. I, I see I see your evil versus Braun Breaker and I raise you Okada versus Gunther. Alright. What about evil versus pretty deadly? <laughs> uh, that would be just shenanigans out the ass. It would be incredible. Okada versus Gunther. What about Okada versus Danielson? Fucking been be there, cool. done that. Be got cool if they did that somewhere. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? What'd y'all think of this one? I thought it was the best one, but it's also kind of helps that he didn't break any bones this time. Okada and yeah. Danielson this time? Yeah. It was match of the night for me until the main happened. Yeah. And I still feel like it was better than the main, but the main just had an atmosphere that was very rare. There was yeah. a better story. There was a better story for the main event than there was for this one. Right. It was, I don't know, the story felt very like this is sort of a once in a lifetime moment, like this. The stage will never be set quite this perfectly for a while. And even if you run back these two, it won't be the same. That's why I kind of hate that they're immediately doing the rematch. But I also kind of hate that they put the belt on Naito. They really should have had Sonata retain. I don't know, because like throughout the course of the match, I was like, man... I I hope Naito fucking wins this match. But through the course of the match, I was like, yeah, but Sonata, though. (laughs) I kind of felt the same way, but Sonata really won me over with that. mm, It was an incredible fucking main event. And then they did the roll call and Evil showed up because hell yeah. Just say, which is something coming from me is be like being as big a Muda fan as I am. Like I should have 100% backed Sonata because he's one of Muto's guys. But like, poor Naito. Like he never got his fair shake as world champion. I mean, so I was like, man, I hope he gets it. And then midway through the match, I'm like, nah, fuck that. Let's get on the Sonata train. I don't know. I do think this is probably going to be Naito's only run with the with the world title. 
do you think they'll actually let him have a fucking run with it this time and not just hold it for two months and then drop it? Oh, yeah, they're going to give him something because they're going to make this the last one. That's why I think he's going to hold it for a while. You think he makes it a uh, calendar year? Mm. He might drop it like six months from now and then immediately get it back, but like possibly. I, it could happen. If this is the very final like top run of Naito because he's already been talking about retiring. Although I'm wondering if maybe he's going to walk that shit back now that Okada's left. He might, yeah, because that top man spot is wide the fuck open for several people, including Kenta. By the way, that was uh, I, I know I keep going back to the uh, the New Beginning show, but it, have you did you see like what Kenta looks like? I heard he cut his hair. He cut his hair. He shaved his beard, and brother looks swole. He looks in the best shape that I've seen Kenta in probably throughout, like, the New Japan run. So like, why is he looks... teaming up with Chase Owens? <clears throat> uh, that's that's a good question, but I don't know. if. Uh, and he was working like he had eyes on a, on a higher spot than what he's had. I wouldn't hate a Kenta world title run. I would die for a kenta world title run i want that so fucking bad the potential matches are insane but he looks more world champion like than any time in his new japan run except for like the first g1 that he came back for like the night yeah he looked great in uh in night one and then it was just a steady decline after that but he looked really good i don't i'm i'm hopeful that we'll get some kind of kenta push but i feel like if anything it's just gonna be one of the mid card belts i just don't feel like they like kenta that much well, it's traditional New Japan booking, because remember, like, back in the 90s when Hase left and then came back, they did fuck all with Hase after that, despite the fact that he was one of the top five best wrestlers on their fucking roster. They don't like people that came from somewhere, came from somewhere else. Yeah, they, they got to let you know that they're better than pro wrestling Noah, in case that wasn't yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah. But man, they're. I was so excited when they started working together again, and I don't know why, because they're just doing Noah so dirty once again. Well, the, they're, I mean, they're clearly the bigger promotion, so. It's. It don't matter. Like, throw them a couple bones. Throw no, them. No, they want their something. bones. They get them on their own show. <laughs> Give them something like, come on now. They just hate Kaido Kiyomiya so fucking much. But it's nuts because the New Japan audience loves him. Yeah. It's a huge reaction every time. Like, I never expected a Noah guy to get that over with the New Japan folks, but he has. Well, when they first started bringing him in, they were like, oh, yeah, this is Noah's ace, Kaito Kiyomiya. And then he did, like, really good for the first two to three nights of G1, and they just snatched the rug out from under him. Yeah, which makes sense. That tracks, again, with New Japan's fucking... with their booking philosophy, because it's always been that way, even though fucking Inoki's dead and gone, and... They've always been that way with outsiders. They'll make them look good for the first little bit they're there, and then they'll get fucking killed. And boy, have they been just killing the fuck out of him. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to have Noah's ace at least feed him to, like, Naito, or shit, even David Finley. No, (laughs) no. 
Nah, Kiyomiya should kill Finley if they ever had a match. No one can kill David Finley. He's just too tough. Have you seen that the size could. of that fucking shillelagh? His dad could. That shillelagh will knock you right the fuck out. Because if there's Shillelagh. one thing the Bullet Club or dogs do best, it's win belts or catch bodies. And bang, have bang, 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 name. bang, 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 woof. And have a stupid name. Nah, War Dogs is sick. No, I just hate no. their entrance song. I just hate that there's... I hate that Bullet Club's still a thing. Can I interest you in two more Bullet Clubs? Absolutely not. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Maybe you can. If it's Bullet Club, Sword, and Shield, then yes. No, no. So, I offer you the House of Torture, and I offer no. you the Bang no. Bang Scissor Gang. Absolutely not. The baddest can we get three men go? in professional wrestling. Now, can we get Bullet Club Go, the cell phone game? <laughs> no, we're just going to get a shitty-ass New Japan weird card game where you can't do anything with the cards except buy them. Right, so we're not going to get Bullet Club World on PS4? I wish we would. Where you Speaking go of which, was anyone else miffed that, like, in the story mode on Fire Pro, you could not join Bullet Club? Could you not? No. There's not literally no option enough. to join Bullet Club. Because in the Junior Heavyweight story, uh, I think... If I remember right, Ishimori was the final boss, and in the heavyweight story, Kenny was the final boss. So you just couldn't join Bullet Club. I don't remember what you could join other than... You could join LIJ, you could join Chaos, you could join Main Unit, and you could join uh, Suzuki Gun. Oh, you could join Suzuki Gun? Yeah. Why can't you join Taguchi Japan? Because they were main unit. But there's one point in the story where you could win the six-man titles with uh, Taguchi. Which I would purposely throw that match so I didn't have to do it. <laughs> Why? Not because I, I, I didn't want the six-man tag titles. Why not? It's an honorable belt. And there's and two I wanted more of the heavyweight them. title. I wanted the heavyweight title. Because because Fire Pro is really hard to play in tag matches, and I didn't want a tag title. What about a six-man tag title, though? So it would be, like, twice as hard. Six times as hard. Six times the yeah, fun. See? Six times the so, wrestling. Never open with so six-man tag team title. championships. They're coming to a theater near you, kids. Mm. Where? How do y'all feel about going, or I guess the 2024 intro into New Japan with the dome wrapped up? We had New Year's Dash, and now we've started the end of the New Beginning tour. I feel like they're in a good place. <clears throat> Minus TJP. I I'm interested to see the way that the year plays out because I think we're going to have all new winners of New Japan Cup and G1 and Tag League and maybe even Super Juniors. Uh, there's there's going to be a lot of shuffling going on and I think Uemura, Suji, and Umino are in a lot better places even more so than what they were like a couple months ago. Unless they panic and just decide to give, you know, Zack Sabre the fucking New Japan Cup again so he can lose the fucking title match. Because <laughs> that seemed like that was like the default booking decision for like, what was it, like two or three years running was like, fuck, we don't know who to put the New Japan Cup on. Give it to Zack Sabre so he can lose. No, they tricked yeah. me every time. Every time I thought he would win it. 
Well, hey, if he wins it this year, he might have a chance. Mm. I I don't know. I feel like it's got to either be Umino or Sonata that's going to be winning G1 this year. Sonata? Yeah. I, th- I have a feeling they're going to run back Naito and Sonata. Nah, I, I feel like it would have to be Umino. Like, you got to make your new star in the fact, in the impending Okada, you know, departure. And that's why I definitely don't think they will. Oh, come on. You, you got you to gotta have more faith in them than, than you do in Noah. I, I don't know, he have makes faith good... in any company going into 2024, except <laughs> he... All Japan right now. They seem Woo! to be doing real well. All Japan, baby! I Greatest have Japanese wrestling promotion on the planet. In TNA partially. Hard to Stop Kill was it. really good in that first episode back of no. TNA era. Impact was solid. It felt great to cross the line again. Stop. Looking forward to crossing the line habitually. No. But even then, we're getting a very clear long-term build of Nemeth winning the world title. How and much I, does that hurt you? It's tough, because I honestly thought maybe it'll just be, like, let's just go ahead and get it over with. And... No, because that first episode, they have a promo exchange with him and Macklin, so they're obviously going to run with that for a little bit, because you don't have a quick Macklin feud unless Macklin wins. So then he can go on from Macklin to most likely someone else. He's probably going to start feuding with Eddie Edwards and then Brian Myers before he gets to Moose, because he has to fight his way through the system. Their new trio unit, or I guess faction, because I forgot about Alicia Edwards. This is a Japanese wrestling podcast. Why are we talking about TNA? Because it's the greatest. That's a funny way to pronounce All Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't know. The the whole little New Year's shows that they did in handling Charlie Dempsey was neat. Seeing Charlie Dempsey... Smack Tatsumi Fujinami was extremely surreal. Has has there ever been a bigger fall off between a father and son in wrestling than Fujinami and uh, Leona? Wait, Leona is Tatsumi Fujinami's son? (laughs) Yes, yes he is. He is Leona Fujinami. What the fuck happened? I know. That's I swear, that's like all these fucking second gen wrestlers. The only good one was Ray. Everyone else trash. What about Dustin Rhodes? The okay, fucking nah, hearts. Cool. D- Dustin Rhodes is neat. The fucking hearts. Never heard of him. Send me some of their matches. <laughs> sake don't think I'm what about the fucking billington bulldogs oh yeah those mlw guys yeah i would fucking i would cut one of no, my they're all right off to wrestle them i have a feeling no one likes them because they don't stick around anywhere though well i like them and i want to fucking wrestle them someone fucking book that match so i can die in the ring happy because those kids would fucking murder me I'm kind of surprised they haven't gone to the warehouse yet. Give it time. Yeah. Soon as, as soon as Uncle Triple H realizes who they are, they'll be signed. I don't know. Think r- most every wrestling company is looking kind of bleak. AEW is looking all right, but says you. I just hate Tony no. Khan. How can you hate Samoa Joe as world champion? I don't. I just hate Tony Khan. Like, every time I see him, I just want to punch him. I don't, I don't know what to say. Good old matches. 
that's fine. But like, I just hate that dude. Like, I hate Tony Khan. Like, how can you be born into money and then claim to be punk rock? There's literally nothing punk rock about being born into money. I haven't he, heard him say anything about that. He just put on a good wrestling show. No, he said that one of his little stupid media scrums. And he big dogs New Japan, and I think that's funny because New Japan deserves to get big dogged for how bad they bully Noah. Not by that fucking geek. Yes, and the fact that they have led so much top talent to them lately is kind of fucking crazy that they're still pursuing the whole partnership. Oh, wait, speaking of partnership, you know the whole thing where Regal's kid went and did those shots for All Japan, right? Yeah, we were just talking about that. He he said in an interview that he hoped him going there would be the bridge between WWE and All Japan, and I'm like, I'm fucking here for that. I'm not. They're going to do All Japan dirty. I mean, of course they will. But, like, I'm still here. WWE having a working relationship with anyone. I'm here for that. No, it's never. Anytime it's happened, it's always been a bad time. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. No, it back destroyed, in the fucking 80s. It destroyed no. the UK. <sighs> UK wrestling's overrated. At me. Um, no, like in the 80s, like people know who the fuck Tiger Mask is because of their fucking working relationship with them. Then there was the fucking the shows they did with uh, Tenry's promotion, SWS. People knew who the fuck SWS was because of that shit. And you got like some cool matches out of that. Like, I like the idea. I, I feel like no good. cannibalized. Yeah, no good can come from it. It's a better it's a better idea on paper than NXT Japan. I, yeah. I feel like the goal would still be to make NXT Japan. That's what they're going to try to just turn All Japan into while retaining no. the All Japan name. And why exactly. would you do that when All Japan's the only one of the big three that's doing good right now? That's why you do it. To kill them so everyone's doing bad? No. That's why you attach your name to them, because they're doing well, and then you can elevate it somehow. Because you you put... Think about it that way. You put the fucking WWE stamp on All Japan over there. Because I, I, I don't Of the think three of us, I'm the only one that's been to that country. Anything I don't think All Japan American... fans are, rest, are watching NXT, though. Yeah, but of the three of us, I'm the only one that has been to that country. And you put an American stamp on anything over there, the Japanese public will eat it up. So it is almost a fucking coup on All Japan's part. If they get that fucking stamp, the WWE stamp on it, That to them, that's almost a coup in making fucking headway in being the top of the big three. Because they have American influence. Yeah, but the... All Japan fans have never wanted that. They want All Japan to be All Japan. That's why every time they try to change it, it folds. That's the whole reason Wrestle 1 existed. Because Mudo didn't want to take All Japan because he wanted to do his own thing. Mm. He he also pissed off Mrs. Baba, too. Yeah. They were still going to just give it to him. Yeah, but he like his booking decision pissed off Mama Baba. That was... That was the main thing. That was the entire reason Noah exists, is because Misawa pissed off Mama Baba. I think it's more the other way around. Well, whichever. Somebody was pissed off. Mama Baba was pissed off at somebody. It didn't matter who did the initial pissing. Do you you think there's any chance that we'll see uh, Okada on New Year's Wars, or whatever they call the All Japan shows, at the start of the year next year, if he goes to WWE? No. He goes to the Fed, he's not coming back. Yeah, he is. 
Well, I mean, well, not until like his contract's over, but they're not going to lend him out. Oh, no, they're not going to loan him out. But I think wherever he goes, one deal and done. Sure. I don't see him sticking around anywhere. Yeah, it, like if he comes to America, he signs fucking a thing. He'll be six months to a year and then he'll go back to New Japan. Unless, like, the impossible happens and they actually do just push him and turn him into the biggest fucking star over here, I don't see him sticking around permanently in the U.S. like how Nakamura seems to be. The only way he's going to become the biggest star in the U.S. is because of the Fed. AEW is not going to make him that. The Fed could. Mm, I don't know. We've already talked about this, Will. I know, but I think they can book him like a star. They're just not going to put him. No one's going to put him in the world title. That's the thing. I don't think either company. No, the Fed would not give him the world title. They're not going to give him the world title, but they would put him in that scene. It'd be the same thing with Nakamura. Neat build-up, harsh burial. And then he gets his match with Gunter for the IC title, and he gets that and holds it for a year. You're welcome. And then we tell end me up that with... match wouldn't rule. Tell me it wouldn't rule. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool, but it's better than anything he'd do in AEW. I disagree. He could be with the best friends. For fuck's sake. And he can finally be with his best friend Chuck Taylor again. God where damn he it. belongs. No. We're trying to put good matches here. And he can steal the Young Bucks clothes and wear their and, and wear their ring gear. Hot it's take where he belongs. Hot take. The Young Bucks suck. Yeah, but you hate everything. I I mean I especially hate those dudes. They're fucking geeks. I don't know. I think wherever Okada goes, it's going to be... There's just... He's not needed in any company in the U.S. Mm. I feel like he'd make a bigger impact than the Fed than he would in AEW. It would be a bigger moment him debuting on a fucking Fed TV show than him coming back to AEW. Cause he's already I mean, it would be a bigger deal for sure, but I just don't see them actually pushing him. I feel like he's just going to be slotted in the boat that Nakamura's in. And why? Not to mention Okada working quick little five-minute TV matches. not biblically accurate okada exactly that's not the way it was foretold in the bible but this is triple h running shit not vince yeah but it still hasn't changed it has no they in the last two weeks i just saw someone tallied up the like airtime in the total of it being in ring time versus literally anything else and across five hours of tv on wwe side it was like 31 percent was wrestling Mm. whereas at the very least AEW was almost 60 percent well you got a lot a lot of time for fucking roman reigns to not wrestle and stand around and talk about how good he is because he doesn't wrestle I know, but I just don't see them changing that entire company formula for this dude from Japan that the hardcore fans all love, but the average WWE audience member probably has no idea who the fuck Okada is. That's why you make them care about him. Yeah, but how can you... you, It's easy to say that. But by how not do you do like that? Vince. By not looking like Vince. This would be a spite hire. It's just like them fucking hiring Punk back. 
fucking Triple H put his heat to bed with Punk to hire him to spite AEW. You fucking, you change your shit around to get Okada to spite AEW. That's, that's how I would do it. But, you know. I, I get where you're coming from. I, I also agree with Will, though, that, like, even if it is a spite hire, it's like, it's not going to... You look at the main event scene that they got now going into Mania, where it's Rock and Roman and Drew and Seth and Cody... And it's like, I don't know where you plug Okada in as like one of those pieces. Because it's it's not gonna be Okada and Rock. It's not gonna be Okada probably Ooh, even be good though. It, oh, that you say that fuck that would be good. I I just can't picture any scenario where Okada is being mentioned in the same breath as the core top group of guys that they've got right now. The Raw after Mania. You sign him? You hold him off until that, then you push him. Make the whole new year about him. Uh, but where do you think that leaves Cody or Roman or, or Punk? Well, first of all, fuck Cody and Roman. <laughs> um, That's who I'm 2024 sick of, I'm is going to be about is yeah, Cody I'm, and Punk. That's going to be the main world champions on their side for this year. Sure. And could you not imagine how, like, this dude coming in from Japan, coming in and just knocking off Roman, how big that would be? Oh, it'd be fantastic. I just can't ever picture it happening. He would immediately be the biggest star in the country. He would be the biggest star in the country, though. That's what you do. No one yeah. else in the Fed. That's the story. No one else here can beat this guy. So this motherfucker from another country showed up to beat this guy. He's immediately a megastar. Yeah. No, it's it's not that it wouldn't be awesome, because it would. I think it's just, like, would they have enough faith in him? And also, like, his his English speaking. Like, I don't think it's it's bad, but I can't picture them as formative or, or as important as the 20 talking segments are to start raw every week. And I don't know that they would trust Okada to, to carry one yet. That's true too. But like I said, though, that's why you wait until the raw after mania to debut the guy and make his story work up to that. So you give him time to be able to do that. <clears throat> yeah. His, his ass better be on Rosetta stone right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, why does a babyface champion need to open fucking shows cutting promos? Yeah. All right. There it is. Man, damn it. Again, this is Triple H in charge of shit, not Vince. If it were Vince, there's not a chance in hell it would happen. With Triple H, there is. Because I feel like of all the dudes... That would come over from New Japan. Okada would be the one that Triple H would have the most favor with. Yeah. Yeah. He's the most similar to the way Triple H would work. He's the most similar to the kind of gimmick Triple H did. He He's the one that Triple H has the most in common with. Right. Yeah, but what do I know? I'm just a fucking independent wrestler in Georgia and Tennessee. <laughs> Aren't we all? I don't know. I still expect it to be AEW. Well, that's more than likely what's going to happen to the detriment of the wrestling business. But, you know, whatever. He's at I don't the know. Most I, just, I, I was going to say, I've got a weird feeling because he he, he won't say where he's going. And it's like with Osprey, I mean, they set that precedent where Osprey signed his contract with AEW on a pay-per-view in December, and his contract wasn't even up till, you know, the end of January or February. So it seems like if it was AEW, they would be able to at least, like, talk about it. But he keeps saying, I don't know, you know, you never know where I'm going to go. And that's that's usually the last 
10 years when somebody just cancels all their indie dates and says, I ah, no, no idea what the future holds. It usually means they show up in a uh, NXT. That's fair. I don't feel like he'd go to NXT though. They'd, they'd put him right on the main roster. God, I hope not. I don't know. He's I think y'all underestimate Court Bauer. <laughs> Stop. I think you significantly underestimate the power that is the major league. We can get Alex Kane versus Kazushka Okada. That and match can, would be good. And it would be good, but I, I'm still holding out for... And we could get Okada versus Microman. I'm still holding <laughs> out for Okada and Gunther. That's my match. I Give want Okada and Joshua Bishop. But, like, actually for real, though, because Joshua Bishop's the fucking sickest. But that, that about wraps it up for this bleak gloom and doom. Dark and depressing. <laughs> foreboding and ominous. You're evil and menacing. You're still that upset about the Nemeth brothers. Nebulous and spooky wooky. 2024. Jake, what do they need to do? Bring the Rainmaker. No, there is no more rain. He has to go spread his wings so there can be a beautiful rainbow after the rain ends. Or whatever Tanahashi said. Sure, bring rainbows.